Curriculum Associates presents Extraordinary Educators with hosts Sari Labaris and Danielle Sullivan. Get ready to hear tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching, leadership, and drive student learning. We're here for you. Hello, and welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Sari, and this week we are joined by Extraordinary Educator Shane in California, who has over four decades of experience. Yeah, so that is that is a lot of experience. And he does such an excellent job connecting with his students. And really, I mean, he's shared stories in the past of students coming back and writing letters to him, but he's like a true Mr. Holland's opus type situation. Yes. yes. So we hope you are inspired and can replicate some of the best practices that he shared. So here is our chat with Shane. Welcome back to the podcast, Shane. We are so happy to see you again, although virtually still better than nothing. We are so glad you are here. If you don't mind um, just introducing yourself to our listeners, who you are, where you are to start, that would be great. Uh, my name is Shane Twomley, and I'm originally from North Dakota, but I came out to California where I've been here teaching like forever. Um, I just finished my 40th year in instruction and 33 years of those being at the same middle school. So excited to have you on our podcast again. I want to know what are what are some of your favorite ways that you helped to celebrate and support students when you were a teacher? I'm really goofy. So I, I'll do anything to celebrate them. Um, but like one thing that I did is we would have a class average as like to how many lessons were passed and everything like that. And I put on the board like running totals week by week by week. And um, at the end of the quarter, then like we'd have a pizza party. The other thing that um, was kind of fun is that I have a lot of friends that would support me and like save their old puzzles and like they only get used one time and so then I'd put painters tape around them and I would give my kids a ticket for every time that they passed a lesson and then at the end of the week we'd have a raffle for different prizes. Uh, What about some ways that you in your 40 years of experience as an educator how did you start to build relationships with your students in helping them to trust you as the educational leader of their classroom especially in middle school because that's a they can be a finicky bunch those wonderful middle schoolers and they can be pretty tricky they're just like learning how to use their wings pretty much um one of the things that i did when i came back from the pandemic and doing the online learning was that I know a lot of my students felt really uncomfortable with learning again. And they'd heard about all that learning loss and I didn't want to dwell on that. Um, One of the things that I did is I had my kids create their own stickers. Like I see all these kids with like stickers on their water bottles and their computers and everything. And so I kind of like looked into that and one of my students actually designed one for me. And Um, she knew that I love working with succulents that became my therapy over the pandemic. So I asked my students when we came back into learning, I wanted to give them to a lesson where they felt smart, like they knew about something. So I said, why don't we have you guys design your own sticker and you need to choose your favorite color, choose a font that represents you an image that represents you, and then an image that represents something that you like to do, that you know something about, that you're passionate about. And so, like, the kids just dove into that. And then, like, we had all these great stickers. I got them laminated, and we put them all over the wall. 
we kept them up all year long. And it gave the kids a way to connect with each other and see each other. And it also like made the classroom theirs. It's not Mr. Twomley's classroom, it's their classroom. And they could see like the subjects they were passionate about, like whether it was skateboarding or dancing or video games or whatever. And it kind of gave them a love language. And the students would always be looking at all the stickers on the wall to like relate to one another. And it kind of created a safer classroom environment. And um, we started off the year with like, hey, what are you an expert at? Love that. Just empowering them to feel confident about something, making the classroom there is so, so powerful. I'm curious if you did anything else throughout the year um, in order to have students continuously feel like the classroom was theirs. Yep, we did. We always do. I always try to do something like that once a month where students can be seen and heard and they they have a chance to give their voice. So during Halloween, a lot of times what we did was we would create this mask assignment where like on the outside, like you could see them, but then like if you open up the mask, it's like what was really going on inside of them. And so we talked about the images that we present to people. And if students ever felt uncomfortable with that assignment, they could always do one of our literary characters. And we live right by Disneyland. So I said, so another one you could do is like Mickey Mouse. Like when you go to Disneyland and you see those characters in the costume, you see them all happy on the outside, but what's the person actually feeling inside that sweaty costume on the inside? So we did that and hung up all the masks around the classroom. The other thing that we did is we read a book called Touching Spirit Bear by Ben Michelson, and it has to do with totem poles. And what I had my students do to learn about metaphors and imagery was they created their own totem pole. And at the bottom of it was what animal represented them in their infancy. Then the next one was what image represented them in elementary school. Then we did what image represents them in the middle school. And then the top one was what animal represents their aspirations for the future. So if they wanted to be an airplane pilot, a lot of them would choose like an eagle because they want to fly and travel. And being able to connect with my students and be able to know what their aspirations are for the future were really important. But a lot of kids also shared things that they went through in their past where maybe they were bullied or something that gave me um, an insight into some of the challenges that they've had in the future. So I was able to really get to know my students better and get in relationship with them, but then share them on for their aspirations. And of course, all those totems were um, put up around the classroom. But the other thing that was really cool is that they did little interviews where they explained them. So we were doing, we read the book, we did the reading, we did the writing, we did the speaking, and we did the listening. Because then they would go and listen to everybody else's speeches as well and get to know each other. Well, that is just wonderful. Thank you for sharing all of those wonderful best practices. And I know from meeting you live in person and getting to know you and seeing the pictures that your students are definitely forever changed for having been as part of your sphere. So thank you for just being in education for 40 years and continuing in education. Speaking of, we have a new segment, Ask the Extraordinary Educator. Are you ready? We have a question that our, our educator wrote in. Okay. <laughs> you ready for this? Okay. Sure. Dear Extraordinary Educators, 
We would love some book recommendations. What have you been reading lately? Either professional growth or professional enjoyment. Thank you so much, a teacher bookworm. Okay, let me go get it. <laughs> I'll be right back. Trust and Inspire by Stephen Covey. So oh. it is it is super awesome. And it's um, about servant leadership and how... And I worked for two organizations, um, corporations during teaching because, you know, it pays so well. And um, I worked for Hyatt and I worked for Nordstrom. And th they both have like an inverted pyramid where like the CEO is at the bottom of this pyramid supporting everybody else. And like the people at the top, like at the hotel are like your door greeters, your bellmen and stuff, because they're the ones that really have the contact with the hotel guests. And so if those guys or your waiters in the restaurant aren't happy, your students, your, your, your clients are not going to be happy. In the same way that goes on with schools, like your teachers are the ones that are working with the kids. And so I love it when my principals are like, not top down, but they're saying, how can I help you? How can I support you? And the same with the administrators. So that book is like really, really tremendous. And I also, um, it was interesting that uh, Concordia University just asked me to write curriculum and teach two classes in their doctoral leadership program in education, where I would be teaching people that are going to be superintendents. And I'm like, wait, sure, I have my administrative credential, but I've never been an administrator. And they go, that's why we want you because you're a teacher and if superintendents are gonna be good at directing their districts, they need to really hear the voice of teachers and be able to serve them. And so that's, that's what I've been reading lately. Thank you for sharing, Shane. What a great recommendation, and we will link it in the show notes. So once again, Shane, we appreciate you being here. That is it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much. Of course, our pleasure. And as always, you can leave us a review where you listen to podcasts, follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Asoche and on Instagram at MyIReady. If you have feedback, a topic of interest, want to be a guest, or have a question to ask an extraordinary educator, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. And until next time, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates. Editing by Danielle Sullivan. Social media by At City Hannon. Guest booking by Siri Labaris. Music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIReady and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com.